Welcome to the Brains Magazine podcast, a podcast with in-depth interviews and conversations with world-class entrepreneurs, expert coaches, industry leaders, and international celebrities. Get exclusive insight into the world of business, mindset, leadership, and lifestyle with your host, Mark Sefton. want to welcome you to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast. And today we're going to be speaking with Bernd Bissinger. Bernd is a medical medium. He's also a health coach, pioneer in chronic illness as well. Bernd, it's great to have you today on today's podcast. How are you? Thank you very much. I'm fine. How are you? Doing well. Yeah, doing well. Obviously, we're in the thick of summer, so it's certainly getting very humid in the uk is it the same for you um it, it's quite hot right now but it, it used to be a little more a lot more humid with the humidity humidity mm. <laughs> but currently it's not so much but it's just hot it's hot and so one correction because um i'm i'm just the health coach applying medical medium information i'm not the medium itself so <laughs> Yeah, I know this. There's a there's a term, isn't there, with with medium, where we do have to kind of like quantify what it means because it has so many different meanings, right? Exactly, exactly. But I'm just applying the information that um, medical medium himself um, gave us, and so there's not to be confused. I'm just like a, a like um, a normal normal citizen, and and he's the the magic one. He's the master and you're the Jedi, right? Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So I'm always fascinated, Bernd, because often in life, people tend to do something with with their life and it becomes their vocation or their calling or their mission. Uh, And and for you, I feel like this is very much true as well, that you went through a series of like personal challenges that then have obviously navigated you through a certain path, a specifically where you're helping others now whether that's through through coaching or through pioneering so can you tell us at the, kind of like at the at the very start here burnt like what what has happened and talk to me about your your own healing journey to to get to a point in terms of why you're doing what you're doing now exactly i was in 2012 i was diagnosed with a with multiple sclerosis, like before my mother was diagnosed with it, my grandmother, so I have like a ancestry line of, of the illness, and that's exactly like medical medium describes it, that it, it's transmitted not via, uh, it runs in family, the doctors say, but that's the observation, that's correct, but it's not transmitted via genes, like everybody thinks uh, medical medium says that the, the illnesses are transmitted via just a bloodline. And that's why the observation anyway is correct that um, illnesses seem to run in families, but the way how it's transmitted is like still a theory. And and um, the huge uh, theory, speaking of theories, is the autoimmune theory that um, because medicine did not have a glue or still until today does not know the, the reason of many chronic illnesses. Of course, it has its use for emergency situations and stuff like that. We are very grateful for that. That is there. But with chronic illness, it's it's still in the dark and they, uh, 
they do not know the root cause and medicamidium in his books gives us all the, the root causes and, and especially protocols with natural healing remedies like foods and supplements, what to do, what to apply. And um, and he says that behind there are, in, in reality, they are behind um, viruses, uh, toxins like heavy metals. And especially in my case, the combination is like um, the Epstein virus, EBV, in short, um, plus, and the, the, the funny thing is that medicine now catched up or is, is getting the idea that um, it's heading in this direction. Because when I was diagnosed, interestingly enough, my, um, my neurologist told me that there's an interesting study that just came out, which indicates that there could be a connection between a uh, um, Epstein Barr virus and multiple sclerosis. And he showed me the study, and um, years later, nobody heard uh, and nothing else about this study. And so, what medical medium says that they seem to disappear the studies when they get too close to reality. And this was like an indication for me that exactly years after this had happened like he describes it and he describes so many things that my doctors could not answer. And so like many other people who read the book the first time you feel understood for the very first time mm -hmm. with chronicle illness. And um, it's logical. Even if you're not, a you don't have any training in medical, in the medical field, um, he describes it so well that everybody can understand it. And it's logical and everybody feels like this is the truth. Mm. And, and the, this is what happened. And I applied it to, to, to myself. And I was already a health coach uh, at that time because I, I, um, my, my goal was to study nutrition. One for myself to, to get out of it because I had always the intuition that, um, it's it's rooted um the health all the health uh, problems are rooted in nutrition what we eat and so i looked for the best school there is nutrition school in the world which i found in the um institute for integrative nutrition short iin which i think is very well known in in the states mm -hmm. so basically here in the in the community medical medium it's it's well known as well because like my mentor Munisa Ahmed, um, where I'm in, uh, I'm working in her team. He, she has uh, like um, online courses training the people how to apply the protocols for themselves, and also practitioner training programs. And I'm like fully involved in her programs, like a support coach. Mm. And that's what I love as well. I love to to help other people because I saw firsthand um, how powerful these protocols are. And so um, and that's why I, from the very first moment, it was for, for sure, it was for me that I wanted to help other people, not only myself. And then uh, especially training other practitioners is, is also like a dream, a dream come true uh, to me because mm -hmm. to spread the movement, to, to make it huge and, so it has a huge impact, the whole movement. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's clear that the work of others uh has obviously had an impact on you. Uh and, and now your work is having an impact on 
those around you. So how does changing ourselves have a direct effect on how we help change others? I think that's the only, basically it's the only way to, to have the hugest impact because many times we try to change others. We wish to, to change others, but we neglect that the our most power, uh, the, the, the most powerful tool we have by changing ourselves and giving an example. That's like, if we look at children, how children learn, learn, they learn by example, not by telling them what they what to do. And the most powerful thing is if you show children what to do and you do it yourself, and then they imitate. Mm. So I think this applies in general for if you're adults as, as well, to show others uh, the way and inspire them to to do the same. Yeah, one one thing that I've always thought about, uh, and I, I've related it more to probably mental health side of uh, medicine, and, and 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 specifically when doctors are working with patients. Like, I just want to ask you you a question: How important do you believe it is for doctors to have, um, almost a personal experience of the problem? or symptom that they are treating like how important do you believe it is because for me it's like with mental health it's really hard for me to wrap my head around a doctor advising my mom who's bipolar about you know mental health when you know he hasn't or she hasn't had any kind of mental health problems themselves how important is it do you think i think this is very helpful indeed because the the clients or the patients feel um better understood and you you have more empathy for for the for the patients or the clients if you went through it by yourself you you know what you speak of firsthand and that's normally not so much the case and and sometimes we are treated if we are seeing a doctor we are treated like without any compassion or just treated like a number and i think this this change dr dramatically if if the person on person on the other side went through this experience um by themselves yeah because i mean my own experience i've had chalk and cheese experience from doctors and medical professionals who have been so empathetic to to those that have been so kind of like dismissive there does seem to be quite um a gap between the experience um why do you feel that that is Hmm. I think like with every every we are so individual. Um, every person we are so different. To some degree, maybe we are the same, but all there's so many different personalities, and of course, in the medical field, and we are influenced by what we went through um, in our childhood. I think, and this maybe has a huge influence, uh, and how their character is, and how much empathy, of course. I think it's like a talent as well. If you can feel how the other person feel, or you put you, yourself in the shoes of another person, I think this this varies a lot from person to person. And I think this is maybe this could be a quality where doctors could receive a professional training in because I think this is so important. And normally you just enter the door two minutes and you're out of it. That's like how it is if you see a doctor today 
And Medical Medium even says the most important of all the tools is like compassion. Compassion is the greatest healer, he says. Mm. I believe that. Now, I think that it takes a lot of courage, you know, especially on the journey that you've been on and you've exposed yourself to some new like uh, understandings of how the body works. And obviously it's helped you in your own personal uh, journey and struggle with MS. How, how how are you or how have you started to go about because you're a health coach amongst other things burned how how are you starting to install courage in in your patients to make the right changes because it's so important that actually when we have the information that we're doing the right thing with with the information and how are you helping um you know your clients become more courageous but also making the right changes Yes, I think um, one of the trainings I received, NLP, um, new, how do you say in English? Um, Neurolinguistic programming. Neurolinguistic programming. It's like a tongue breaker. I can't even say it in English. Are you, you... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really, <laughs> yeah. NLP, in short, easier. And so this is like a technique where it's all about like watching or observing yourself which words you use which words you pick and um it has a huge influence because when we talk there's always somebody who listens we, we ourselves we listen always to what we say and so this is like a self programming that's why it's called like that and so it's all about like our language is so important not only about how we speak to others but how we speak to ourselves and and so choosing slight slightly different words words can make a huge impact in the outcome of our results and maybe there's a um, simple example like um especially in this because many people with illness they say or with when when it's about changing the diet um, then they say i cannot do that and NLP suggests the slight change. I cannot do this yet. And this um, is like, um, because if you say, I cannot do that, the door is closed and you cannot change anything. But mm -hmm. if you say, um, I cannot do that yet, you it's it's um, the message is transmitted that you want to learn it. Mm. And so your subconscious mind is observing all the opportunities because maybe opportunities are presenting themselves out there they're there but you're not seeing them your focus is different because if you say i cannot do that why would you observe or it's no no um it's no um how do you say it's not not a mandate for for the subconscious to to do something mm. and so it's it's just passive or not even focusing on what's out there and it it changes drastically if you're just saying I cannot do this yet. You're mass attentive to the opportunities that are out there, and then of course you're you're more likely to to pick up on, on opportunities and chances, and so you you're much more likely to be successful if you if you want to learn something, looking out for opportunities, and that slight change can be made by just changing or adding one simple word mm. it's amazing how that how that happens isn't it you can just add one word 
and it changes it goes from like you said a closed door yeah. to a door being slightly open it, it creates that possibility exactly. uh, and our mind was created to to problem solve and and to be uh expansive in in its in its in its resolve right exactly exactly it's fascinating and it's all about to you have to get your subconscious on by uh, on board and giving it orders instructions and then it will work for you it will help you and things become much more easier and that's that's like a huge uh, huge thing in in the coaching business i think mm. to to so to make people shift the 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 usual approach to get them out of what they used to do to motivate them to try new things and normally by simple things simple changes people are motivated and fascinated because um, it does not take such a huge effort to change something it's like in this example it's just adding one simple word and the outcome can be completely different Mm, I love it. Hmm. Now, obviously, you work with people, as do I, you know, and obviously we live in a world full of people, and there's, there's so many people that are afraid. Uh, and I just wonder, from your professional point of view, Bernd, what's what's the best thing we can do to overcome fear? Uh, and are you finding that fear is one of the things that you're like dealing with maybe the most within uh, your health coaching because obviously you know we only have one body um and our and our physical and mental health are, are really important mm, i think the just do it like the slogan just do it yeah i think this applies to because um a courageous person i think is defined not as a person that does not feel fear but who who does it anyway and it's all about that to to confront yourself with your fears and to do it anyway and to feel the fear and do it and and other people um maybe they 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 do they don't take action because they get paralyzed by the fear and um i feel like challenged even when when i have this feeling i want to overcome it and so this is like a challenge for me. And so I always try to to go there where you feel even pain or, you know, and because I feel if I do not even try it, I feel weaker than if you if you try it and you fail. Mm. Because another famous saying is the, the most successful people are the people who fail the most. They failed more than other people. And that's fascinating because... If if everything works out fine, you're not learning anything. Mm. And so the people who have like the courage to or the bravery to, to uh, confront themselves with the fears and take the chance and learn something and develop, um, they have the the chance to get better. And the other people stay where they are because they they are doing repeating what they always do. And they don't have the chance to learn something new because fear impedes that they try something new even. And so it's all about getting the people to to try stuff and to do things and learning in the process from, from the mistakes they maybe make. And so like famous Edison, uh, that I think inventing the, the light, he had like 10,000 attempts, I think, if I remember right. 
And so he, this was interesting as well when I read this, his focus was like, it was not a failure, the attempt that it did not work out. He said like, this is was for me, just I found out it's, it was a success. I found out another way, way how it's not working. Mm. <laughs> so he learned and he grew and he appreciated it. And so he was motivated to to go on and do even more um, mistakes maybe or but in his eyes it was never a mistake he always learned and and so the the uh, if you're prepared to 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 fail i think or if you're accepting it before you start i think this is the the best way to to get ahead mm. i think when it comes to like our health we often have to rely on other people don't we so you know we've talked already you know, about medical professions, about having empathy. And you've said like medical medium mentions about the importance of compassion. So obviously compassion for me really builds trust, doesn't it? So do we feel that maybe people are a little afraid because of the fact that when they need that compassion, that reassurance that, that they're not getting it, how, how do we then kind of soothe ourselves if those around us are, are not doing that? How do you mean exactly? Well, you know, for me, it's like if I go to the doctor, like with an an ailment or something that concerns me, um, and that there's not that empathy, then you know it'll it'll take us into fear. So then, if if we're not getting the compassion that we need from others, how do we then find compassion for ourselves? How do we find a way to soothe ourselves? That's that's a good good point because I think these are two completely different things many people expect compassion from the outside like in the beginning when we talked that's something we cannot change we cannot change the person that's in front of us but we always it's in our hands if we at least feel compassion for ourselves and that's so important that that's what medical medium wants to teach the people as well that at least we we need to have compassion for ourselves in the first place and then it's not so important if we get it from other people. And um, that's where we can change something. It's in our hands. And like we are treated by other people. That's not so much um, on us. But um, we need to at least to focus on ourselves, how we see ourselves. And it is important that we see it's not our fault. There are real reasons in uh, like poisons and toxins why we fell uh, sick and it's not like the famous saying in like in all his books he says like many uh, medical professionals if they don't know the answer they say it's all in your head that's the final result the conclusion if they if nothing else um, uh, fits in their eyes then they they say oh well it's just in your head it's it's a mental thing even and medical medium says no that's not true there are physical reasons toxins and poisons for all the stuff that is happening and especially with mental health a lot of heavy metals um, or basically always heavy heavy metals are behind it heavy metal poisoning and so this is also important because the autoimmune theory suggests that we our body is faulty it's attacking itself and this is not true because if we feel guilty faulty how will we heal and that's where compassion as well comes in and this is what it's all about we need to understand it's not our fault we need to understand that we need to have compassion to what 
what's happening with all the poisons to us and that we it's understandable that we we are challenged and um it's not easy for the chronicle sick in this world and there are more and more chronicle sick um people now nowadays than ever before and so if we have compassion for ourselves self love self acceptance then healing is is much more easier it's all, even um it's possible if we because if we if we are on our if we are our own enemy difficult difficult yeah. to heal it is it, it all starts by us taking yeah responsibility and 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 being to ourselves that which we want others to be to us and that that's very empowering um as well as challenging um if you've never checked out Burnt's uh, Instagram, I would really encourage you to do so. I, I had a look at it the other day, Burnt, and I, I found it really fascinating. And, and one thing that I really loved about it is that you have so much knowledge and wealth. And I love the fact that you are given something based on your own expertise, but you're you're providing like information for, for people that are affected by a series of different ailments challenges so like one one of the things there is you know helping people understand what foods they need to be eating and, and avoiding if they have a problem with acne for example <laughs> and i really i really find that this is really helpful and useful and i i almost wondered burnt whether uh it'd be good for you to to maybe do um you know some kind of a thought idea on, on maybe what are the best foods and drinks to eat before a podcast or, or or something a little bit like outside of like maybe maybe the norm have you kind of got like a strategy with your instagram because uh, I, I really found it quite fascinating yeah basically um that's what um in the advanced practitioner program um there um we get taught like um to to look out for avatars it's called mm. and so we can have like to focus on it's like the the um, perfect client that we visualize and you can have slightly different kinds of perfect clients and that's what what called what is called avatar and so my my avatars are like people who people who are challenged with uh, neurological um, problems and this is one avatar and the other avatar is people looking out for structure because if the the medical medium uh, information is so vast right now with eight books out there each book having like 600 to 800 pages and so it's overwhelming for the people and so they're looking out for structure for guidance and uh, priorities you know and that's where i can or a health or coach in general can come in and give them because you have the overview from like eight eight books and if somebody is just beginning reading uh, they they do not see what's most important and and how to prioritize uh, things and so it can be very helpful to have professional guidance from the very first beginning to not lose time because it's often a time sensitive uh, topic if you're diagnosed with uh, certain um chronic illnesses and so it's important it's important to do the to start right from the beginning on to save time and so the third avatar is like um motivation that's that's where nlp comes in if the people know what to do the people that have read all the books 
but they are not motivated. They know would know what to do, but they just don't do it. And and so I have little little tweaks and and with tools from NLP, how I can provoke them to to take action and and do things, or at least if you can show them how easy maybe it is, like with the with the word change, just adding in a little word. And sometimes I'm surprised by myself how fast clients can switch over from from not doing anything to like doing everything completely they are so motivated and um i don't even know what what happened of course i tweaked and and i had like motivation tools but i'm surprised myself how fast and how quickly sometimes clients change and and um get completely into success from where they struggle so much in the beginning mm. Yeah, it's amazing, isn't it? Just one little shift in narrative or in the way we see something and then it can just open up just a world of hope and possibility and knowledge, which is really important if we want to keep evolving, healing, growing, expanding and all and all that good stuff. Now, Bernd, uh, as we bring this into land, is there, is there anything that you really want to share that's, that's burning within you that you feel is important for people to to really think about as as we bring this to a close and then let people know how they can find out more about you uh, and your work as well yes oh i just wanted to answer the, a little bit about the foods i i didn't answer your question i'm sorry like medical medium for like a podcast or all the mental thing like the most important thing is the newest books that are out there called Brainsaver from Medical Medium. It's all about the brain. And it's like um, a, a book and a companion book, like uh, two books in one. It's like the first author worldwide that published in the on the same day two books. And it has in total over a thousand pages. And of course, it's full of food that is uh, helping your brain and how your um possible uh, how it's it's possible for you to perform both better we focus on these uh, foods and especially the the wild blueberries are like the most important foods for mental health mm. as well like what i'm having right now because you asked like preparing or i'm having coconut water which has like the perfect mix of electrolytes which uh, the brain needs and and so this helps you to to think clear and to perform well as well. Then um, as well, there are like um, supplements, certain supplements you can take, like B12 is important for the brain to perform or in general for the neurological uh, uh, system. And of course, like all the, the holy four foods, medical medium says it's basically it's fruits, vegetables, herbs, spices, and wild foods and honey. Mm. And these are all like brain power foods like basically and the most powerful of of them being the wild blueberry mm. but sorry you were heading in another direction now no that's okay i mean that's i'm glad that you circled back around for that mm. you know for me it was uh just based on yeah your instagram and seeing all these great uh resources specifically for stuff like acne or or, or whatever the condition is and I just thought it would be great if, like, you could start hitting some of those things that, you know, are, are really kind of like governed for those that are, you know, are doing interviews, those that are speaking, um, you know, and and sort of those that 
you know, are writing a lot? How do we tap into creativity? What are some of the things that we can do? You know, so some of that is really tied up nicely. Yeah. And and really, you know, for me now, it's just, yeah, let, letting people know um, more about you and how do people find out more about your work, Bernd? How, how do people kind of get in touch with you? Yes, um, basically, they just can look on, have a look on my website, burntbissinger.com and write an email to my team, team at burntbissinger.com. That's like uh, easy and as well, like maybe you can sum it up a little little more with the foods, like their categories and in, in the brain server books, like the, the essential um, thing is that what you need for a brain is um, a balance of mineral salts, um, glucose, which is like the fuel for the brain, not fat, like um, so many people out there say, that's completely misinformation, medical medium says the brain does not even exist of or not substantially um, of, of fats. It's like just like um, some um, micro fats like omega-3. These are important, but it's like 10% maybe. And the vast, um, the vast majority of the brain, the building blocks, um, it needs glucose. So fruits basically or um, as well like potatoes are great food as well to get, um, it's a good source of, of glucose. Squashes are a good source of, of glucose. Mineral salts like every, uh, like um, leafy uh, greens, which are so important. This is like the other part. And if there's some imbalance, let's say two less mineral salts or um, the other part is um, having hydration, enough, enough hydration, because um, our brain gets overheated if we may be working uh, too much and not fueling our brain with the uh, building blocks. If it needs to regenerate and to keep us going, then the brain gets overheated and that's where we lose our performance. Mm. Makes capacity. sense. So these, really, these three things are so important and as well. Right now, when it's so hot, because you spoke of the weather, it's important to cool down the brain. And it, for cooling down, the brain needs glucose. This is the number one source to cool down for the brain. And so, hmm. so my diet basically consists only of fruits and vegetables. Many people don't believe that this is possible, but I'm since like now in August, five years, medical medium anniversary, anniversary and I'm not having anything else than fruits and vegetables. Wow, and I'm um, I can concentrate um, better and and um, work um, longer than ever before. And I started off. Maybe this is an important um, point to mention as well. I started off having brain fog and fatigue. That means I could like concentrate for one hour in a day. That's where I started off. Hmm. So with this diet, it took me where I am right now, where I can uh, concentrate longer than ever before, even when I considered myself healthy. Can you imagine? Mm. That's amazing. Like it's amazing. I, you know, I've been on my own like health journey and seeing seeing the impact of what you put into your body is is what you get out and how foods affect you know even my stamina when I run. Like that's been a really interesting personal journey for me. Seeing what I eat the day before and how that impacts my ability to run. That's uh, exactly. quite interesting. Yeah. So it's amazing how it how it relates to 
not just the physical, but also, like you said, the focus and and the retention of, of information. So, so um, Bernd's been a great interview. Really enjoyed uh, spending this time with you, and I'm excited to to see your journey continue. And we wish you the very best. Thank you very much, Mark. Thank you. Thank you for joining this episode with me, Mark Sefton. I hope you've really enjoyed it. Feel free to leave us a positive review on iTunes. And I look forward to welcoming you back to the next episode of the Brains Magazine podcast.